Shalom, shalom and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. I hope this uh, uh, session we're going to do today finds you well and blessed in Yeshua. We lift up his name, proclaim his blessings over our life. It's 4.36 here in the land of Israel. Hallelujah. Yesterday we didn't get to share. I was uh, stuck in traffic. Goodness me. Uh, they were closing the roads down before us uh, and all sorts uh, uh, so anyway, it took me hours and hours on the road. Didn't get back here till late last night. Um, but it's good to be with you today. Right, we're going to pray and I'll just give a few shout outs. If you're watching, I encourage you, uh, just write in the comments. Let me know that you are watching. And uh, it's always good to see where people are watching from. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to do the like button. So so more people can see the channel. I've got a problem with my tongue just now, so just bear with me as I try and get through it. Uh, anyway, I'll be all right. I bit my tongue, so anyway, we'll work our way through. <laughs> all right, so I just want to say hello to Vicky. We've got Mary with us. We've got Lola. We've got Miguel. We've got Jerry in the UK. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Okay, let's pray and let's press in and hopefully we'll get through this and I'll survive <laughs> with what I'm going through. And uh, uh, we'll see what happens here. Anyway, hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We pray as we spend time in the scriptures that you will empower us by your spirit. And just help me with my uh, bust tongue that everything will go well here. And we pray, Father, that you will minister to each and every one of our hearts in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. All right. So yesterday or the day before, we talked about the importance of walking in the spirit or in the flesh. The choice is ours. And when it comes to uh, dealing with discipleship and knowing the voice of the spirit and how to function, it's very important that we do things the way Elohim designs them to be done. We've got to follow his leading. It's not about what we want to accomplish or what we want to do. It's about proclaiming his name. We read yesterday in Galatians chapter 5, uh, and we're talking about, uh, so I say to you, uh, so I say live by the Spirit and you'll not gratify the desires of your sinful nature. But in verse 1 it says this, It's for freedom that Messiah has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again to a yoke of slavery. What is it about this yoke of slavery that we have come out of the world into the light? And today what we're looking at, I have chosen you out of this world and we're going to be sharing from uh, John chapter 15, just a little bit uh, from that portion of Scripture, which is vitally uh, important. But, you know, one of the things I wanted to look at is just, you know, uh, understanding who we are in Messiah and how important it is to understand that we are chosen. It says that uh, uh, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, 4 and 5, and, and look, there's, there's two areas of Scripture I want to encourage you. If you want to really move in the power of the Spirit and understand the voice of the Spirit, you want to meditate and spend your time in the book of Ephesians. And in the book of John, chapter 14, 15, and 16, just meditate on those portions of Scripture and uh, you'll experience a real outpouring of the Spirit and an acceleration in what the Father wants to do in your life and how you hear from Him. It says in Ephesians 1, 4 and 5, 
even as I have chose, uh, <laughs> sorry, even as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as son, sons through Yeshua the Messiah, according to the purpose of his will. We have been chosen in accordance with the purpose of his will. And what is it about the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh? What is it that we've got to really focus on here? It's the revelation that the world does not accept the Holy Spirit. The world can't stand the Ruach HaKodesh. It is so offensive towards the world. Like no one wants to, you know, those who are of rebellion and those away from Messiah... They don't want you to say what the Holy Spirit is telling you. It offends them. They get so upset. They're like, what are you talking about? What, you're hearing voices in your head? That's just all in your head. You need to get checked into a mental institute. But how do we know that we are tuned into the Holy Spirit? Because we see the fruitfulness. And that's what we're going to share on here today. And in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, it says, And we know that for those who love Elohim, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son in order that he might, that, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. Hallelujah. So the Father, you know, you didn't choose him. He chose you. You are set apart. You might think that you chose him. But, uh, you know, I, I love what we, we read in Ephesians uh, 1 and that, that first verse 4. It, that he chose us before the foundation of the world. He knew the decisions that we were going to make and how we are going to live our life. And what the enemy wants to do is he wants to cancel you out so that you can accomplish the will of Yahovah. Anyway, I'm struggling here with this tongue. It reminds me of a funny story <laughs> I'll share with you. Um, you know, growing up, uh, my dad was a pastor. And, uh, you know, my mum uh, got goats. I, I don't know if any of you own goats, but uh, in Scotland we had goats and we had to milk the goats every day. But when it came to going on holiday, guess what? No one wants to look after your goats, you know? Uh, we lived in a town and we had an area where we kept the goats. So you know what my mum and dad did? We'd take the goats on holiday with us. I don't know about you. You might have a dog and you take your dog on holiday, but we would go on holiday as a family with two goats. And we had one of those Volkswagen caravanettes. You'd have one going down one way, one aisle, and one <laughs> the other way. And all the kids, we were on bucket duty, you know, to catch what was coming out the backside of the animals as we drove to our destination. Well, of course, we weren't checking into Airbnb back then. We'd be going off camping into the mountains of Scotland and stuff. Anyway, my dad would also preach as we'd go to different locations. And this one day, we were uh, in the Borders district of Scotland on uh, the neighboring farm to uh, to my grandma and papa's place. And uh, it was quite interesting. There we were milking the goats. And my dad was preaching that morning. It was a Sunday morning. He was preaching. And before he was preaching, 
<laughs> we had to milk the goats, and this one goat was playing up. So he's behind holding the uh, the the legs of the goat, trying to milk this goat. And I can't remember all the circumstances, but anyway, this goat kicked back and hit the bottom of his chin, and he bit straight into his tongue. And the blood's coming out, and this is before he's he's got to preach. So anyway, what happened is <laughs> he ends up going to have to preach, and his whole tongue is swelling up in his mouth. And I tell you, that's what I feel like right now. <laughs> you know, we laughed and laughed and laughed at what he was going through as he was standing up there trying to preach. And I feel a little bit like that just now <laughs> with what's going on with me. So anyway, bear with me. We'll press through anyway and see the kingdom of Yehovah established within our lives galatians chapter 1 verse 15 but we <laughs> but when he who had set me apart before i was born and who called me by his grace it's understanding that we are set apart we are chosen and there was a scripture i was thinking about when i was looking at uh, john chapter 15 before we moved to that section of the channel it was deuteronomy chapter 29 and, you know, we hear the statement over and over and, you know, I'm sure many of you know the different references about they have eyes but they cannot see, ears that they cannot hear. You read the book of Revelation and what do we see in Re Revelation? Let him who has ears hear what the Spirit says to the ecclesia, to the assembly. And, you know, how do we have ears to hear? You cannot have ears to hear if you have the hardness of heart. You can't have ears to hear if you deny the very power of the Ruach HaKodesh. So it says here in Deuteronomy chapter 29, it says uh, in verse 2, Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, Your eyes have seen all that Yehovah did in Egypt to Pharaoh, to all of his officials and to all of his land. With your own eyes you saw how great the trials of those miraculous signs and great wonders. But to this day, Yehovah has not given you a mind that understands, or eyes that see, or ears that hear. Why? Because of the rebellion and the hardness of heart. So what increases the sensitivity to us in the Spirit is our lifestyle and our choice to walk in holiness, that we will get to that place, that we will experience the richness of who Yehovah is. So we have two things that's going on here. We have uh, the hardness of heart which will push down the voice of Elohim. And we also have the world that doesn't want to accept the things of the Spirit. Those who are not walking in the Spirit, they can't understand by the Spirit. They might be nice people and they might make good choices over some of the things in their life, but they're still in rebellion. It's not just about you and I getting through life. It's you and I fulfilling the reason that we were chosen. It's you and I walking in the purposes and the will that the Father has for us. That's what brings us to life in its fullness. And that's what the Father wants us to receive. So we're going to go to uh, John chapter 15. And this is the foundation about being fruitful in the Spirit and being effective by the Spirit. And, you know, it's very important. Chapter 14, it's concerning the Ruach HaKodesh, it's identifying how do you deal with the world. 
you know, it says in verse 31 of 14 of the book of John, but the world must learn that I love the Father and that I do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. So what's he saying here? He's saying the world has to learn. I'm not going to comply to the patterns of this world. I'm not going to do something because the world says jump through this hoop. I'm going to do what the Father has commissioned me to do. And we walk in the peace of Yeshua, that even in the midst of turmoil and difficult times and difficult places, you can have the authority of the Spirit to be effective. So we're going to read into the book of uh, John chapter 15 and just enjoy this portion of Scripture. And I really believe that this is a key part of our fruitfulness of the Spirit. And that's what we're talking about here. How, how are we fruitful by the Spirit? So in verse 1 it says, I'm the true vine and the Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You already are clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from you, uh, uh, apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. So what we're experiencing here, we're recognizing what type of fruit are we called to bear. We're called to bear the fruit of the Spirit. So when people tell you the gifts of the Spirit, those things are not for today. They're also telling you that the fruit of the Spirit is not for today because we are called to receive the Spirit, to operate in the Spirit, to operate in the power of the Ruach HaKodesh and minister in his counsel and in his ways. So we've got to remain in him. And, you know, allow the Holy Spirit to prune our lives, identify areas that are fruitless so that we can be more fine-tuned to be effective for the kingdom. And if we're not, if we are not going to remain in him, if we choose, and this is it, this is the, the, the key, you have choice. If you choose not to remain in him, effectively, what are you doing? You're basically saying, I'm walking away from the promises of Elohim. I'm walking away for all that he has for me. And what does the scripture say? That you're not going to experience any of the blessings and you will not bear fruit. Verse 7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory. You bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. I love this portion of scripture as we see the Father and Son and the Spirit in operation together. It is to... Uh, my Father's glory that you bear fruit. The Father wants the blessing of you and I to walk in fruitfulness. So don't sit down in the place of despair where you think, how am I going to get through? But take a moment to identify who the Father is in your life and remain in 
Yeshua and say, you know what? I'm going to walk in your ways. I want to experience your blessing. And we can have confidence that the things that we ask for of the Spirit will prove to be very fruitful and effective for the kingdom. Verse 9, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If if you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends for everything that I have learned from my father, I've made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and bear fruit. So you have been appointed to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. Hallelujah. And, you know, the portion where we're talking in verse 11 about joy, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. One thing that's important to understand about joy Joy is something that we are meant to walk in all the time, even in the times of difficulty and trials. Why do we walk in joy? Because we have the assurance of answered prayer. We have the assurance of breakthrough. So it doesn't matter what we face. We know that the Father will carry us through. And we see that in James chapter 1 in an area where we see two different things. Number one, how do we deal with trials? And number two, what do we do when we face difficulties that look like they're out of our ability to overcome? We can come and ask for the wisdom of the Father so that we can apply ourselves to his wisdom and to his plan for our life. Hallelujah. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And the Father will give you whatever you ask for in my name this is my command love each other so what things do we need to ask for in his name what in the area of fruitfulness father may the richness of your wisdom be upon our life so we can minister into the brokenhearted and reach out to those in need and here we go concerning the world it says if the world hates you Keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world. But I have chosen you out of this world. That is why the world hates you. So we see this contrast of love. Love each other. The love that we have for one another. Why? Because I have loved you. But then we see the world, and here comes the words of hatred. You know, the world hates you. The world hates Yeshua, so it's going to hate you. So how are we going to respond? It says in verse 20, Remember the words I spoke to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. 
If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. And what do we see in this? They'll treat you this way because of my name. Many of us face difficulties not because of anything to do with us. It's the devil hates Yeshua. And he wants to attack the Messiah through our lives. And we are called to stand on the promises of Yahovah and demonstrate the victory of a mighty God. Okay. Verse 21, they will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. Now, this is interesting. If I hadn't come and spoken, if I hadn't brought to their attention, they would not have been guilty of sin. Now, however, they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done, uh, if I had done among them what no one, if I have done among them what no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen these miracles, and yet they have hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason, and we see that in Psalm 35, verse 19. When the Counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me, and you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. And what I love about this portion of Scripture, we know that the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, has being sent to be our counselor, to teach us, to uh, empower us, to be effective. And just as the Spirit testifies about me, we are also called to testify. Why? Because we know Yeshua. Well, you know, I'm reading the text. It talks about you've been with him from the beginning. You know, you walked with the, 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 the Yeshua in the flesh. But we also walk with Yeshua. He's dwelling within us. We have a testimony of the richness of his glory and we can produce fruitfulness so i want to encourage you read uh, john chapter 14 15 and 16 and just spend some time in those portions of scripture and as you do it just ask the holy spirit open up your eyes open up your ears and your heart to understand that what you receive through your ear gates will drop into your heart as revelation as important words and through all of this, what's Yeshua seeking to do? Build your confidence by showing you your true identity in him. And that, that means when the enemy comes and says, you're no good, you need to be pushed down, you, what do you think you're doing? You can't do this for Elohim, you can't do that for him. Who do you think you are? You're just enough. And you can say, I might be as a worm, but greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And we can stand up in the boldness of Yeshua and be effective for Yeshua and bring change to this generation. So, Father, we thank you for the word today, short word here. And we just ask, Father, for transformation within our lives, fruitfulness, and not just fruit, but fruit that lasts, that we will produce fruits. And we know, Father, that even in the agricultural world, they're trying to find different ways 
to make fruit and vegetables last longer. But we know by the Spirit, if we want fruit that lasts, it requires your Holy Spirit. And we submit and yield to the Spirit's power within our lives. And we just invite you, Yeshua, to be glorified through our lives, through our walk. And may we embrace what it truly means to walk in the fullness of the Ruach HaKodesh in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this short message here today as I'm trying to stumble my way through this. But I just wanted to come on anyway and just share my heart with you because I know these things are important. And I recognize as I've been praying over our time together and what the Father's doing here this week, I'm recognizing that, you know, what I, what I see in the Spirit is an amplification of the voice of the Spirit. An amplification that your eyes and ears will open, that you won't just uh, hear, but you will also see the exploits of a mighty God operating through your life. So I pray that that you will just be open. And if you if you struggle in those areas of your life that you're not yielding to Him, just as we read in Deuteronomy chapter uh, 29, there's a place where the hardness of the heart rejects the voice of the Spirit. And if we're consumed with the ways of the world, we can't function and flow by the Spirit. So my prayer is for each and every one of us today that we will be on fire in the power of the Spirit, that the boldness of the Ruach HaKodesh will be upon each and every one of you, that you will experience an increase of the glory of Yehovah manifesting within your lives and that you will experience the fruitfulness of what it truly means to be a disciple of Yeshua. Okay, thanks for listening. If you're blessed and encouraged with the messages we share here, please email me. It's Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening by podcast, welcome. We appreciate you joining with us as well. Please email me. Let me know what part of the world you're watching from. And uh, it's always good to have feedback from the nations and what the Spirit is doing within your life and within your families. Hallelujah. If you want to support the ministry, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com. You'll see the giving section there. Uh, we encourage you support on a monthly basis or one-time donations. We appreciate it. Keep us in prayer as we're in the process of packing up and getting ready for the move. We don't know where we're moving to. We don't know what's going to happen. But one thing we are going to be doing is we are going to be setting up our Livingstone Toro Outreach platform in Fort Worth, Texas area. And uh, again, we're stepping out by faith in this venture and looking forward to what the Father will do there. And, uh, you know, it takes resources to do these things. And we thank the Father for those who do contribute to the work that we do because you enable us to be effective in ministry, to take the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. So thanks for supporting us. Thanks for praying with and for us. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah.